Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. The guy, the Super Bowl champ who called 999 Balloon, Mike Martz, joins us here on 101 ESPN. Coach, great to have you with us. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Randy. I'm doing great. Good. Thanks hey. for having me. Uh, how are you uh, liking the return to St. Louis, by the way? You, you came back from San Diego, and uh, you, this is our, our, our good St. Louis weather. How are you liking it so far? <laughs> it's great. You know, obviously, we're here for quite some time, so that's one of the reasons we came back. We love it here. Um, love the, you know, the, the, the seasons and all that good stuff and the people. Hey, I want to start with this, Coach, because you're on that 33rd team podcast. We brought that up. Uh, tell us about what you're doing and how much fun you're having with it. Well, you know, it's a website, and uh, during the game and halftime and after the game, we'll post comments, and some of it's live in terms of, uh, you know, they'll, they'll put a um, – I have a TV camera at home here where they'll, they can post that on the website as well. So it's kind of cool. And then Wednesday we have a panel of about 30 – coaches, players, and GMs that are, have been retired, and they discuss it's topical, so it's current, and, you know, it uncovers things that normally you don't hear, in the, you know, on talk radio and stuff. Hey, Coach, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, the 49ers have a, a multitude of players and a lot of talent out there. You coached a group of guys with Marshall and Torrey and, and Isaac and, and Kurt at quarterback. How hard is it to get those guys their touches uh, during a game when you know that at any point any of those guys can make an impactful play, but you got you only got one football and got a lot of guys that got to get it? You know, everything comes down to uh, opportunities in terms of, you know, what they're doing defensively against you and – how you can choreograph that. And, you know, sometimes it gets lost. There were times where I hadn't gotten Isaac the ball in the first quarter, and I didn't realize, and somebody mentioned to me, you got to give him the ball. You know, those those kind of players, you got to give them their touches right away and get them into the game. And the times I don't, I regret it, but it's just one of those deals where, you know, you get surprised with something on defense and you're trying to, you know, fix it, you know, and then you're going to put the game away with Marshall. So, you know, it's just it was difficult, uh, but we go into the, every game with every one of those guys having a certain number of plays that uh, they'll own, so to speak, and they know that. So they're always in the plan. All of them were in the plan significantly. You just don't know where the game's going to go. Mike, how did you like the San Francisco edition of Christian McCaffrey to the array of weapons that they have? Well, I'm a big fan of his. He's the closest thing to Marshall that I've seen. Obviously, he's not Marshall, but he can do those kinds of things. I think he's a, a unusual runner uh, inside as well. He he just, uh, you know, Marshall, when he got up into the line of scrimmage, had another gear. And I haven't seen a back do this since Marshall, where they hit the line of scrimmage and they're, they're under control. It looks like they're running full speed. They're not. And then they hit another gear. And defensively, it's hard because the pace of it is just different than what they've seen. Hey, Coach, when I, uh, I'm i looking at this football, NFL football, and, and I'm looking at the quarterback play, and it seems to be just some of the t- most <laughs> – the, the, the worst play I've seen in a long time. You got Tom Brady. You got Aaron Rodgers. They're not performing well. Is it is it solely the, the offensive line's not performing well, or is there something in their games that they, they are not doing that they used to do? No, they're, they're, nothing's changed with them. It's the pieces around them. You know, like the 49ers, they got undressed a couple weeks ago when I can't remember who it was played them, they played press coverage. And they don't have the talent of wide receiver to get off press coverage. 
Well, when that happens to you, then you're going to see press coverage every week, and that's mm-hmm. what's happened to them. They don't have anybody at the wide receiver position that can get open, uh, and then they're not very good in the offensive line. That's a bad combination. Brady, on the other hand, too, is – He's got these receivers that just, they're not on the same page. In the same situation he was in when he first got there. Um, the, some of the receivers I'm watching, they fool him. You know, and then there's drops, big drops. They don't compete at the level that he's used to. So it's hard when you have those kinds of guys that are they're so used to playing at such a high level, and then the talent that's been around them is, is, is gone, or it's new, and they're not on the same page, and you know, it's hard on them. They haven't changed. I promise you, they're good. It's just the pieces around them. And a lot of it, too, is the offensive line. Mike Martz with us on 101 ESPN. Mike, when you look at the league now, and it's a different league since when you were a head coach in, in 15, 16 years, it, it's really, really different. But who do you think the best team is right now in all phases, offense, defense, special teams? Well, you have to make a pretty good argument, I think, for uh, Buffalo, you know, and Kansas City. They're so close. Um, You know, I think those are probably the two best teams. But, you know, the the NFC, I think somebody's going to surprise everybody and come up out of the NFC. I think the Cowboys, when the dust settles, are going to be there. I know that's unusual, but they're such a good football team. Their Achilles heel right now is the offensive line. If they can get that solidified a little bit better. I think uh, they'll be a big factor in the NFC. And Mike, I look, again, going back to when you were coaching and you had more access to the players with the offseason programs and, and training camp, you mentioned the offensive lines. Do you think it's more difficult to build a good, consistent offensive line now than it was 15, 20 years ago? I think injury has a lot to do with these offense. I've never seen so many injured offensive linemen soft tissue injuries, I think the biggest issue is in camp, they've really restricted the kind of the amount of contact that you can have. And that's what, in the offensive line, that's that's where it all begins. So I think that's really hurt that kind of play. And I, and I think it's one of the reasons that they, you, you've got so many, you know, injuries is there's such a thing as getting in contact shape. And we used to talk about that all the time. We used to put the, keep the pads on the linemen and then take it off when the contact drills are over with but yeah i think i just i don't know how you can play without that hey coach i'm i'm seeing a, a lot of <laughs> analytics uh being a part of the the nfl game now coaches going for it on fourth and one uh they're 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 passing the ball on third and twos what are your thoughts on the the analytics and how it has changed the game uh as far as coaching goes i think it's a bunch of crap i think the biggest thing is analytics tell you what's happened it doesn't tell you what's going to happen and and I think the, all those analytics, when you start paying attention to it, you start coaching towards those numbers that have happened. Let me let me give you an example. Let's say we're on the two yard line, and you're, you've got the worst red zone offense statistically in the league, and it's fourth down, and you're you're going against the best defense, and you don't really have a play that you really feel confident. But analytics says go for it. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's all situational and matchups. There are a lot of times I went for it on fourth down because I just really felt good about what we had, you know, uh, the matchup. But, you know, that week in preparation, we come up with a play. You almost get into a third and one on purpose so you can run it, you know. <laughs> you know, so it's all situational. It's just uh, in matchups, and that's what analytics doesn't describe. And 
I think it's fine to see trends and whatnot, but I would never call a game off analytics. Hey, Coach, another thing that I see is is the running game is not – you talked about Marshall finishing games off, meaning, you know, some games he was going to have 20-plus carries just based on the, the four-minute offense. You see a lot of teams carrying – getting getting teams – Running backs getting 16 carries, 18 carries. Very seldom do they go over 20, 20 plus carries. Uh, what is that change about, and, and how is that impacting the game offensively as well? Well, I think you see a lot of one two punches. You know, like for instance, even even in Green Bay, uh, Dallas. Look at Dallas has that. Uh, uh, Cleveland, you know, the two back system where they share the number of carries, and certainly, you know, we had a couple of backs that would come in and supplement, but. You have to be careful about the because the pounding is you know when you stand down and look at it it's a, it's a serious pounding yeah. unless they're just big guys but you know there are times when we just put it on Marshall's back too and he'd have thirty carries so you know it's it's just uh, you can't do that from week to week uh, but their runs are up now the running game is trending up and it was going to happen because defense have adjusted to this college in, influence and they've they've done a really good job about taking away some of that stuff so that I think I really think it's, it's swung back to the way the league was you know 20 years ago with, uh, with uh, the tight ends on the edges and stuff and I think you see a lot less open edge football where you know, it's just tackle to tackle and then you have all the receivers split out. So, Mike, you had Robert Holcomb and then James the Hammer Hodgins. Kerry obviously won his Super Bowl as a fullback. Are you telling me that the, the, the Kerry Davis is coming back into the league <laughs> that we're going to have fullbacks again? Never left. You know, the, I think it's a, it's such a vital and, – and that guy, that position is also um, – you know, he's going to play no less than 25 snaps on offense and and then really is, is a premier special teams player. That's a vital position. Coach, it's great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. And uh, actually, we planned on doing this earlier, but it's great to get you on again with the 33rd Team Podcast, and hopefully we can do this again soon. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right, Michael, thank you. Uh, Uh, That is the former offensive coordinator and head coach of your St. Louis Rams, Mike Martz. Here's a stat for you. Mike Martz was the head coach of the Rams for five and a half years. Okay. They won 56 games regular season and combined in those five and a half years, 56 games. He was fired in the middle of the 05 season. The Rams left after the 15 season. In the time after he left, until they left, they won 56 games. 